Right, we are back for another edition of the Conscious Debriefing Show. Roll the intro. You're, You're listening, listening to Conscious Debriefing Podcast, Podcast with Jason and Rachel. Alrighty, 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 welcome back, welcome back, Tuesday afternoon, up was 12, no I'm lying, 12.37, um, 27th of November, almost Christmas, yo, hello baby, how are you baby, my lovely wife Rachel, hello everybody, good closer love you, nice to be back again, Okay. Nice to feel normal again after the dilemma last week. Yeah, now last last week we didn't do a podcast because uh, of the dilemma that Rachel's talking off of the town or most sub- of the town. Half of the suburb that we live in had no electricity. It was frustrating. Five days. Five days. What happened was the lightning hit the substation or one of the substations and there was one big explosion. Remember that lady at Vasco? She said she was like... The world's coming to an end. The world's coming to an end because it sounded like an atomic bomb that hit next to her. <laughs> no, it's not funny. It was frustrating, eh? And you got no hot water. You have to cook on the gas bottle. Okay. Not, not that I can complain because we, we are using our... Our stove is not working at the moment. Hey, Rachel. Not, not lekker. No. Oh, no. All right, um... Our topic for today is domestic violence. Rachel chose this topic. Um, why you chose this topic, lovey? I don't know. I just think it's important for people out there to know where to go and what to do if they are in that situation. Yeah, no, of course, I agree. And I mean, domestic violence is... Everywhere. There's everywhere. There's all kinds. There's different types of domestic violence. So yeah, let's let's get into it. Let's get into it. Right before we go on, eh? This Friday post, Black Friday. Hey, eh? I stayed away. Game game. Apparently, they were open from twelve o'clock the morning. The doors. Uh, I saw. Did you see the video clips? I saw some of them. Yes. From the other games. Crazy, crazy, eh? Terrible. What is it about Black Friday that people got bananas? Not everything was 50%. Eh? No. In America, I mean, this is traditionally, this is an it's American holiday. And it's 50%. But some of these items were like 20%, 10%. It's not really a Black Friday to me. Eh? And, and in the first place, you know what I think? I think, Rachel, I think South Africa does the marketing of Black Friday. is just, for me, it's done wrong. But I mean, some of the shops started on Friday and finished on Sunday. So no, thir- no, Wednesday. Some stores started Wednesday. They, oh, they started okay. early. But I mean, then it's not Black Friday. They, they had I like mean, Black Friday week. and, and Yeah, you're right. They, they, then some stores did start Friday and ended on Sunday. It's not Black Friday. No, That's not the way you do it. it one day. So why are they doing it? I don't know. This is, this is my next week's podcast. I want to talk about capitalism because for me, 
Black Friday is like a capitalist thing for me. I mean, it's just driving sales. A lot of people come to the store, they're not even using the uh, cash, they're using the cards. Hey, what are you doing? Essentially, you're just creating more debt for yourself. Hey, Rachel? No, I suppose maybe they're buying for Christmas Day as well, so. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I just see it as a capitalist. Like I said, system. I stayed away. I... I'm still deciding on my guest uh, for next week, Tuesday. So in the week uh, on my Facebook page and on the group, the Conscious Debriefing group. By the way, only one person has recently joined the Conscious Debriefing. Come on, viewers out there. I've, I've given, there's a link. I've given the link there. Please join the group. I want a year. We, all, we, we said in our previous podcast, we want a year from you. We want a year. The questions. That, and suggestions. And suggestions. Suggestions. So please join, join our group. The link is in the description. I want to hear from you. Okay, let's get into it. Um, Rachel, you going to read for us quickly a, a short description on domestic okay. violence? Domestic viol violence, also domestic abuse or family violence, is violence or other abuse by one person against another in a domestic setting, such as in marriage or cohabitation. It may be termed intimate partner violence when committed by a spouse or partner in an intimate relationship against the other spouse or partner and can, be, and can take place in heterosexual or same-sex relationships or between former spouse or partners. Domestic violence can also involve violence against children, parents or the elderly. It takes a number of forms including physical Verbal, emotional, economic, religious, reproduction, and sexual abuse, which can arrange from subtitle, coercive forms to marital rape, and to violent physical abuse such as choking, beating, female genital mutilation, and acid throwing that results in disfigurement or death. Domestic murders include stoning. Bride burning, honor killing, and dowry deaths. That's that's just some. Um, we're gonna talk about some of the stuff that was mentioned in the description further down. I've got some uh, stuff that I've got off the internet, some legal websites of uh, what domestic violence is, and then of course we want to talk about what can you do what can you do to stop domestic violence now i know it's a touchy subject and you live next door to your neighbors and you hear people fighting you don't really want to get involved mm. hey Rachel, you don't want to get involved because then if something goes wrong then you to blame well, they, they point fingers they, they at point, you they point fingers at you they're saying you you're getting involved in our or problems. you're making it worse I agree, but but what what do you do? I mean, you sit in your lounge, and then you hear plates breaking, glasses breaking next door, and swearing and shouting. You call and the cops. And I don't think no, the cops don't don't get involved in domestic violence. No, no, no. Well, okay. Unless somebody is harmed, if there's a, a stabbing or a yeah, shooting. Yeah, exa exactly. Like I said, uh, um, burning or. No, the cops should get involved because it's disturbing. Disturbing, uh, what's the word I'm looking the, for? Disturbing the peace. Disturbing the peace in that, sir. I've heard the cops don't come out for domestic violence. 
They say you sort it out or you go to the police station yourself and you open a, ca- a case against your yeah, partner. Okay, fair enough. But I mean, you as a citizen, a law-abiding citizen, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> what is that in South Africa, law-abiding citizen? No, but you, you, you're hearing smacking and this oak is mooring his wife. Come on, are you just going to throw a blind eye? Not, not that it's happened to us. I can't can, recall. Can you remember we lived next to a couple and he used to hit on her. Then she used to come running to me. When was this? I'm not going to... No, no, no. We're not going to name names. I've said this before. We were in my previous we're, not we're not going to name names. A couple of years ago, we lived in, in a house. Yeah? And there was a young couple... Ah, yes, I remember now. Now, okay, now I remember. Right next, yes, yeah, that's right. He has a couple yeah. of drinks and then he starts pushing and smacking. And then she came to you to look for sympathy. And what was my words to you? Don't, don't, get, don't involved. get involved because now, just now you give her the wrong information or the. Uh, uh, help me out here. Uh, I, I want to say information. No, advice, advice, sorry, advice. Yes, so why is the words not coming to me today? How many beers have I had? I only had one. <laughs> no, the wrong advice. And then he picks up on it. And then he's going to say, hey, you, Jason, tell your wife to uh, leave my, uh, my wife alone. She's giving my wife the wrong I advice. I think the best advice is just to try and escape and go to a police station, your nearest police station, and open a case. Okay. All right. I've I got, got a video here that I want to play. Okay. Again... Copyright purposes, I know I am not monetizing on this video. The whole purpose of this podcast is like in my previous podcast with Peter Smith, we, we spoke about uh, scammers and that and fraudsters, is to create awareness. Um, the reason why I say awareness, because there's a lot of men and women out there that get abused and they don't know what to do. So if you, the listener out there, are listening to this and if you know of somebody like your neighbor or friend, you know, Suggest this link to him. Let, let him. let him listen to it. I mean, violence, domestic violence, it's real and it's not, not nice. Anyway, let me play this quick short video. It's only like four minutes, five minutes, not long, but listen to it quickly. Uh, in between, I'll maybe pause a bit and maybe just give a, a description of what's happening. All right, the video is going to be about a normal family. They... On a soccer field, they're playing soccer, and you'll hear, you'll hear it. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm I'm, I'm waffling too long. Mm. <laughs> hey, mate. Yeah, well done today, Jimmy and his iron. It's fantastic. Good stuff, mate. Everyone on the team loves Dad. He's a good coach. Absolutely. Yes, mate. Well done. We'll see you on the weekend. Excellent work. Dad and Mum both work. They don't usually finish at the same time, but some days they do. I like it when they do. For us across the entire staff. Is there money in the budget? There is, but should we be spending it on this? Well, sure, it creates consistency across the organisation, right? Yeah, good point. <laughs> Hi again. Hi, Sammy. Hey, Bruce. Hey, Hi, Jimmy. Jimmy. I heard you had a good hit out there today. Yeah, you had your eye in today, didn't you, Jimmy? Let's see if you can hit another six on Saturday, yeah? <laughs> That'd be great. Have a good night, Jens. Yeah, you too. Okay. Bye, Jimmy. When I grow up, I want to be like Dad.
beautiful afternoon, wasn't it? Sure was, mate. Have a good one, Ray. Okay, Say well, hi to Jenny for me. There's something good's cooking in there. They were just talking to the neighbours there, walking into the house. My friends love my mum. She makes them triple cheese toasties and she set up a superhero party for my birthday. It was awesome. You know you said we need some time away together. Yeah. How about Easter long weekend? We're at Dad's for Easter. Yeah, but for something different. Ben, do your homework before you switch that on. Oh, it's only a couple of minutes till dinner. What did I say? Turn it off! I don't care whether it's five minutes or fifty. No games until homework is done. Okay, that's fine. Ben, put it away. We're eating soon. What? Is this glass? I broke a glass earlier before I left. I, I thought I cleaned it all up. Cleaned it up? Are you stupid or something? Did a bloody good job of that, didn't you? What if I was barefoot? I would have sliced my foot right open. I'm so sorry. Well, you've got time for holidays, but no time to clean the bloody file! Concerning neighbour. Yeah, he has a concerning neighbour. So the concerning neighbour comes outside now. Dad says boys don't cry. What's happening, Paul? Nothing. Everything okay over there? She left a piece of bloody glass on the floor. Lucky I had my shoes on. And Ben. Mate, pull your head in. What's going on? He's a loon. actually two videos but i'm not i'm not gonna play the second one no no what what, what can you make out there rachel what, what can you make out there from that that clip um normal definitely definitely verbal abuse okay but it, but from start let's work away from the start it's it's a normal family normal family yes. they were on a on a soccer field watching their son practice soccer they speak to some friends so Everything looks they look normal. normal. They look normal. They look like a normal family. Greet the neighbor. Until the doors close. That Until is the doors are closed. Behind closed, closed doors. doors. How many times have we heard that? We look at a couple and we see and we say, oh, they look nice. They look like nice people, really, eh? And until you get the behind the closed doors. And this you is never know what happens behind closed doors. I always say it. Yeah, uh, you you never know. So so um, a picture I got you on the internet. The cycle of abuse. Uh, it's four steps. Number one, tension building. Uh, tensions increase. Breakdown of communication. 
victim becomes fearful and feels need to placate the abuser. Okay. What are we saying here? Tension building. What drives... What, everything what builds up. What, yeah, but why? Why does everything build up? Because, I mean, married couples in any partnership, any relationship, it's all hunky-dory, it's all lovely until a couple of months go by and then all of a sudden the tension starts building up. What leads to tension? Jealousy? Money. Money. Financial. Financial stuff. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later as well. Um, let's say, for example, in this country we know f- for a fact that, um, and we spoke about this in one of our previous podcasts about women getting recognition in the workplace. Let's say, for example, the, the, the wife has got a better job than the husband. Brings more money in. Brings more money in, so he, f- he feels threatened. Mm. He feels, okay, I can't now do the job as a husband. Whereas if things have changed. I mean, it's changed now. So, so if the we're wife... We're all equal. At the end of the day, we're all equal. You're supposed to... I mean, in a, in a, I always believe in a marriage, you're all equal. I mean, it doesn't matter who brings in more that, money. That's it. You're absolutely right. I, I fully agree with you. We're all equal. But some men in South Africa, well, not just South Africa, maybe all over the world, for example. They feel threatened. They feel threatened. They don't believe in equality. E- equity, whatever. <laughs> I'm using the right words there. But they don't believe in it, so they feel threatened. So tension builds up and it's like, are you saying I'm stupid? I'm daft? And the wife goes, no, I'm not saying that, honey. You know, and, yeah, and then number two is the incident. The verbal, the emotional and physical abuse, anger, blaming, arguing, threats, and intimidation. And that's exactly that's what, what we what, just that, spoke about. That's what, that's what's leading to number two, leading to number two, where mm. the argument starts. Uh, number three is reconciliation. Abuser apologizes, gives excuses, blames the victim, denies the abuse occurred, or says that it wasn't as bad as the victim claims. Trying to cover his ass. Trying to cover his ass. Now, some abusers will hit on their spouses. I, I don't want to just focus on men here because let's admit it. it no, there it, is it, women out there that hit on their husbands there's, as there's well. There's women, yeah, and, and <laughs> a man doesn't want to go to work and he's got a shiner, he's got a blue eye. Who hit you? Oh, no. And, and what's, the, what's the common excuse? I fell. I uh, myself. fell. Now, that is an eye-opener. I mean, it's bullshit, man. You can't just say, I fell, and that's why my eye is blue now. That's bullshit. So, again, like we mentioned earlier, you was a concerned friend, sister, brother, cousin, nephew. Are you, are you okay? Is your husband, is your wife beating you up? Oh, me? No, my wife is not beating me up. And yeah, okay. They deny it. Mm. So, so the husband and wife, whoever the victim is, he abuses his wife's husband and then denies it afterwards and says, come on, baby, that wasn't such a bad thing. And then the victim will turn around and say, okay. I forgive you. I forgive you. That. And then friends ask, but why have you got these bruises? Why have you got these scratches? No, 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 nothing. No, I, I love my husband. No, I, I love my wife, that, that type of thing. And then number four is um, incident is forgotten. No abuse is, t- is taking place. The honeymoon phase. Why the honeymoon phase? 
<laughs> All is forgotten, so we're going to go back to the way things were. Because let's be honest here, that's what it is. I mean, please, baby, let's just. Yeah, let's let, forget about it. It won't happen for, again. Let's forget about it. It won't happen again. There you go. It won't happen again. And that's the problem. It, we as human beings, we don't stick to our words. Empty promises. If, if, if a man or if a woman hits on you once and gets away with it, they'll do it again. I always say Ab- that. Absolutely. They got away with it once, it'll happen again. It, it's just sad. It's just really it's sad. Okay. Um, the different types. Okay. We, we did touch it, but I'm, I'm just going to go through it quickly. Or Rachel, you want to go through it? Okay. Physical abuse. If the complaint complainant is being injured by the respondent, respondent, for example, being punched, kicked, or abused, or pushed, yeah. Okay. Sexual abuse. If the complainant is being forced by the respondent to perform a sexual act, for example, rape. Okay. Emotional and psychological abuse. If the respondent verbally assaults or humiliates. The complainant, for example, calling him or her names. Economic abuse. If the complainant suffers financial damage caused by the respondent, for example, where the respondent sells household properties or uses a joint bank account for personal use without the consent of the complainant. Intimidation, harassment or stalking. If the respondent repeatedly follows and watches the complainant or where the respondent makes unwanted telephone calls or sends unwanted emails, text messages to the complainant. Property damages. If the respondent damages any property that belongs to the complainant. Trespassing. If the respondent enters the complainant's home or property without his or her Consent. Okay, that, that was just seven on this webpage that we went to, that are on, it's a legal webpage um, of the many kinds of, of domestic violence. Um, what remedies are available to the complainant, you know, if, 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 these, if these things occur? And uh, simple question, simple answer is a complainant can approach a court to a powerful protection order, and he or she can lay down a criminal charge, complaint against the respondent at the police station. Sim- That's what it, I said. It's, it's as simple as that. But you know what? How many people do this? How many people go to the police station, they lay a charge, he finds out about it, the husband or the wife finds out about it, and says, honey, please, honey, please, please drop it. And they do. And they go back to the police station and they cancel the charge. Why? Why do they cancel? And okay, the simple answer is I know because you, I love you. You know, I love you. You're my husband, you're my wife. I don't want to see you going to jail because if you go to jail, then you can't work, then you lose your job. So there's a lot of things that take, that happen here, that occur after that charge has been placed because now the work is going to get involved. The police probably 10 to 1 will come up to your doorstep. And say, sir, uh, we're looking for this man or this woman. We need to arrest him. What is your employer going to think of you? Or we, or, or we serving you with a um, protection order? We, or, or, or protection order, like we said, yeah, protection order. 
Then everybody knows. Then everybody knows. Then you're embarrassed. Then, then everybody gets involved. Then you come home that night and then there's another fight. What did you just do? You no, embarrassed so there's, me. No, no, you can't go home because if you have a protection order against you, you're not allowed to go home. Yeah, true. If you've been, yeah, then you've been. If you are served with a protection her. order, there's a certain uh, what do you call it? Ten meters, a hundred meters, two hundred meters, yeah. whatever distance. You're not allowed to yes. be in a certain feet away from yes. the, the, the the person that laid the charge. I know, I know that, but he's still gonna or phone and he's gonna say, "Look what you did. You embarrassed me. You embarrassed me in front of my boss." But then, why did he do it? Who can apply for a protection order? You wanna you wanna read these things, Rachel? A complainant can apply for a protection order. If the complainant is a child, he or she can apply for a protection order on his or her own and does not have to have an assistance by a parent or a guardian. It is also possible for a person to make an application for a protection order on behalf of the complainant. This means that any person who has an interest in the well-being and safety of the complainant can make an application. If the complainant is older than 18 years of age, the written consent of the complainant is required to make an application on his or her behalf. Absolutely. Um, I was thinking about something now. What was I thinking? I was going to say something now. <laughs> I hate when this happens. Um, but surely, before we go this route, before a marriage couple, whoever... It doesn't have to be marriage couple, but I mean friends, even friends, even friends put protection orders on each other. That domestic violence doesn't really have to be in your home. Yeah, no, it is. It is in your home, but but I mean your friendship in that. Yeah, if there's a fight between two 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 friends, and you're scared for your life, then you go and get a protection you, order. You get a protection order, but for uh, him to stay away from you. But what I was thinking about, that's why our that's why there's marriage counseling out there. You go seek help. You go to a marriage council. And or, 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 or separation. What? Have a break from one another. If you feel that you are threatened or your life is in danger, pack your bags and go and live by a family member and stay away from uh, your, your husband or your wife. Uh, exactly. Show, show, me, show me what marriage is perfect. No, there's no marriage there's, that's perfect. There's no marriage that's perfect. It's a work in progress. Remember what we spoke about this we morning? We always say it. It's a work in progress. Only recently, only recently, maybe in the last five years, I've heard things like um, when you buy your wife a pair of shoes, red, shocking red. <laughs> what? <laughs> we spoke about the frying pan. Are we going to speak about it now? No, we're not. <laughs> no, we're going to. No, we're, <laughs> we're not. Going to. Buy, you're buying your, your wife a pair of red, shocking high heel shoes, real, no, it's terrible shoes. And, your wi and the wife goes, mm, mm, oh, nice, love him. Oh, it's, it's so nice in it. But meanwhile, deep down. She don't like them. She hates it. She absolutely hates it. But she lies. So why does she lie? Because now two years down the line, they come into an argument. And then she says, by the way, those red high heels that you bought me are absolutely disgusting. And then the husband goes, but why didn't you say so? I spent 500 rand on those shoes. You know, you know what I mean? So the advice that this one friend gave me was be absolute honest. 
And you were with that frying pan on your birthday a couple of years ago. I bought you that frying pan. And what did you say to me? How can you buy me a frying pan for my fucking birthday? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, there was no argument about it. I was just being honest. No, but what I'm trying to get... But I mean, a yeah, frying what, pan yeah. is not something that you buy your wife I, for I, her birthday. I, I know. I, I know that. But what, the point that I'm trying to make to is you were honest with me. You were straightforward, honest with me. I still told you, okay, let me take it back. Let me refund it and I'll buy you something else for your birthday. Look, I know it was stupid of me. It's stupid. I mean, a wife likes jewelry. She always likes jewelry, gold rings and gold necklace. But the stuff is so bloody expensive, man. <laughs> a bunch of flowers would have been okay. Okay, no. A bunch of flowers for birthday. Yes, okay. a bunch of flowers and a box no, of chocolate. What, There's nothing wrong with yeah, it. Yeah, but that's what you do for Valentine's Day. But fucking frying pan, come on. Yeah. Flowers and a box of chocolates is Valentine's Day. No, jewelry is for Valentine's Day. No, jewelry is for birthday and Christmas. And remember <laughs> that Christmas is around the corner. <laughs> yeah, I know, but this is the way things are going on in this country at the moment. The economy is so bad. Eh? It doesn't matter. You when, can you, say. when you go to a jewelry shop and you look at that nice gold bracelet and then you look at the price tag and you go, oh, and you open your wallet or you look in your bank account and you go, Sure, I still got to buy snacks. I still got to buy that turkey. I still got to buy that leg of lamb. We want to do a spit bry. Uh, and then there's the weekend getaway on New Year's with, that we normally, we haven't had a weekend away in how many years now? Two, I think. Yeah, uh, two years. And let's admit it, these last few years, financially, it has been a bit tight. Jason, you're going off the topic. No, I'm not going off the topic. I'm just, okay. <laughs> All right, okay. Maybe I am going off the topic. Okay. Um, how can a yes, but what tri Jason's trying to say is always be honest with your partner, always be honest because honesty is the best policy because and it doesn't lead to those future arguments mm. because those future arguments is what really leads to that domestic violence that breaking the plate and breaking the glass. And my mother gave me that plate, it was passed down from generation to generation. Now, what? Wow, my plate's broken. And then the husband goes, get super glue, man. Super glue the plate together. <laughs> huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. All right. How can a complainant apply for a protection order? You want to get this one, Rachel? An application for a protection order can be made at a magistrate court in the area where the complainant or the, the respondent lives or works, or where the domestic violent violence happened. The complainant will have to complete the necessary application forms, which can be obtained at the clerk of the court. Uh, there's, a <laughs> there's a lot of reading there. Okay, I'm just, I'm just going to read. Not, I, no, I'll, I'll read the few followings. The application is in the form of an affidavit and must contain the following information. The facts relating to the domestic violence and any evidence in support thereof, for example, the type of domestic violence when it happened and medical reports, the type of protection that is applied for, for example, that the respondent should stop abusing the complainant, and the name of the police station where any breach of the protection order will likely be reported to. All right, that is just a few. Um, you can go on Google. You can go on the internet. There's... Lots of sites where you can get obtain this information that I just given to you. 
There is people out there that will help you. No, no there is, but like I said... Okay. But I mean, why does people... My question is, why does people always wait until there's a shooting or a stabbing or... What? Some type of drastic violence between a man and a woman that is supposed to love one another, that made vows to one another. Yeah, exactly. Why? Why? Tension, like we just mentioned here. There's, there's but that lots is of why reasons. That's why we're tension. saying, before all that comes down to, separate, get out of the house, pack a bag, go away. No, but Go cool down. Yeah, but I love you, baby. Don't, no. I, I, I don't want to leave you, baby. Please, what about the kids? That's just soft talk. And, and exactly, what about the kids? What about the children? They are always the ones Yeah, they are the ones that this. suffer, yes. Okay, then they grow up with this past. Then they do it in their own house. Ten to one, they do it in their own marriages too. Mm. Start the abuse all, over, all over again. Don't wait until... I mean, you don't have to All wait. hell breaks loose. You don't have to wait. This is why there's podcasts like this, like we're doing now. We're creating awareness. So if you are listening to this, educate yourself on the subject at hand. Prevent it before happening. I mean, I know in my household, for example, when my son does something wrong, my wife shouts, and then I do nothing. <laughs> Rachel? But that's not domestic violence, Jason. And it's just trying to... It's not domestic violence, but I'm ignoring it. And, and I ask myself this question so many times. Why do I ignore it when you are starting to do something, when he backchats you, and I don't intervene? I ask myself. And, I'm, I'm, and I think the answer I want to give, and I know a lot of listeners out there will probably disagree with me, and I think I don't want to cause an argument. Because, let's face it, a lot of domestic violence can also be the children to blame because the children are not always listening. But then vice versa, it comes down to how you bring up your children, the indoctrination of your children. Yeah. But some marriages do. They break up because of the children. The thing is, me and my son, we try and sort it out ourselves without you getting involved because sometimes it just makes things worse. Uh, if the dad comes in, it just... It gets worse. Oh, okay, my my dad. Okay, corporate punishment in school today is all banned. And back in the days, where the the the, the my father would take the belt off and <laughs> give me six lashes on the leather belt. That is stopped today. Well, that is stopped because it it's, we don't do it in our house. No, I mean. no, we don't. No, because it's considered as child abuse. Uh, abuse. The bush. What is bush? Child abuse, and the child has every right to go to the police station and report his parents. And it has. It has happened so many times. How many children have got to the police station and say, Mom, this is what my mom and dad did to me? Look at those kids in America where they divorce their parents. That's, uh, I think that's another topic completely. No, I, I won't say it's a topic, but, you know, my, my mind thinks about politics and about left-wing politics and right-wing politics. And I've said this before in my previous podcast, right-wing politics believe in individualism, where government has no involvement. No, don't throw the eye. No, hear me out, baby. Hear me out. Just hear me out. Where the government, where the right-wing doesn't want government to have much involvement. He only wants protection, property protection, and stuff like that. Where the left-wing politician or left-wingist, leftist, 
will have as much government involvement as possible. And hence, this is where we are today in this country, where corporate punishment has stopped in it. And a lot of people will agree because I've seen photos and I've seen our children come up. I disagree with you. I don't think corporal punishment has stopped in school. It, it, it probably hasn't. It hasn't, yeah. And that child who doesn't report it should report it because, okay, let's be honest, yeah. If you get two jacks, three jacks, is there a problem with it? No. But if the child comes home with a bleeding ass, then it's a problem. Then it's an abuse. And this is why politicians of today have stopped the corporate punishment because some teachers out there just go to the extreme. So it's right for a teacher to throw the child at the back of the head with a feather, uh, with a, a no. chalkboard duster no. or no, but chuck a, a bunch of keys in a child's face. No, it's, it's not. exactly the same it's, thing. It's so the child doesn't get jacked, so he gets thrown with things. So then what is the solution here? So then government obviously hasn't... Uh, they haven't looked at this properly. They haven't looked at it properly. Oh. It's not been controlled properly. No. Well, you can see. You, yeah, Obviously, you can, I mean, yeah, you can it's see. out of control. The schools are out of control. Yeah, and, and we've had this in our previous I mean, podcast. Yeah. School behavior. A child, a child um, was, was, was stabbed to death. A grade one child or a grade two child yeah, last no. week was stabbed to death. Was it last week? I didn't see last it. Last week or the week before. The week before. Shame, man. Serious. Yeah, a little girl was stabbed to death. I don't know by who. Most probably <sighs> another... So I didn't see that. Yeah, man, it was it was on the news everywhere. Good grief! And then then they come home and then the, they tell the parents and the parents go to school and then there's obviously big fights in it. So is the child. The child is disobedient. The child doesn't have respect. But, but I mean, respect is earned. If the teacher doesn't have respect, the yeah, child but, won't but, have respect. But again, this is this is all the aggravating situations that aggravate domestic violence. Mm. It's it's one small incident on top of each other. The, the tension, if you go mm. back to that cycle, what builds the tension? Mm. And what builds leads to the incident, then reconciliation, and then the calm before the storm? It's because you've got this aggravating situations. And in our country, we are financially drained. Economic, economically, we're not there. So, uh, do you remember a couple of years ago, a man took out his whole family? Do you remember? Yeah, in front of Yeah, yes. Yeah, you remember yes. when he, he took out, he shot his wife and his children, mm. and then he shot himself? Yes. No, he didn't shoot himself. Didn't he shoot himself? No, he didn't shoot himself. He's sitting in jail now. Oh, he's sitting in jail. What, what was the story behind that? He was involved in drugs, and it, the Nigerians were brought up, and they found a lot of guns in his garage. And yeah, and, and, and you're telling me nobody he picked He just up. went, he went mall. Nobody, nobody in the family picked it up. No neighbors picked it up. Friends didn't pick it up. I'm sure somebody picked it up. Somebody had to pick it up and ask questions like, what's going on there in that family hold? But again, we don't want to get involved. This is the biggest problem we have in country. We see the abuse. We see the violence. But we don't want to get involved because we are scared that we're going to get blamed, pinpoint. And when something does happen, then yo, you're going to get blamed. I'm going to sue my neighbor because my neighbor was the one that got involved. So again, we are, we just, but, but I mean, it's not just abuse that we don't want to get involved in. I mean, if somebody stops on the side of the road, the car breaks down. Who stops for them? Nobody stops for them. Nobody wants to help. Yeah, no, I agree. 
as South Africans, we don't help one another. No, we don't. No, we don't. Yeah. And and not only that, you don't even think you don't even think about what goes on inside the rural areas. Oh. There it's even worse because there there's a lot of alcohol involved rape. and there's drugs and rape. So as a child, you grow up with that. I've I've heard lots of success stories. I've heard success stories of people coming out of rural areas and that have educated themselves and today they're successful managers, successful businessmen. My message here is awareness with knowledge. Knowledge is power. Educate yourself. Okay? Alcohol, we, we didn't speak once about alcohol. Alcohol is also one alcohol of the reasons. Alcohol is a big factor. Alcohol on is, is one of the big, reasons big why there's a lot of domestic violence in us because they get drunk and it's everyday drinking. It's strange that it didn't pop up on that uh, survey you on, did. Yeah, on, on the, well, it's strange, but alcohol is. Alcohol is big a time. Big time problem. They drink. Uh, I've, we've had friends that got drunk and he actually. I'm not going to name names. Climbed on top of his wife and he was hitting his wife. I had to physically pull him off and say, listen, dude, what you're doing here is wrong, man. But so again, that's vice versa in, in that But in again, that did, what did we do about it? Did we go to the police station? No. No, no we didn't. Um, one of my friends, no, he recently, I'm, I'm not going to say the name. I'll tell you the name after the podcast. He told, he asked me yesterday because he blocked this person off his Facebook and he wants to unblock it because he needs to find out where this person lives. This person was living by him and he's got a new girlfriend and this, go, and this girlfriend's got two children and this girlfriend flat back, flat hand, hit this child on the back. So he saw that and he got upset and he said, please guys, stop, stop doing this. And I'll, I'll tell you now, I've, I can see you're concerned, you're looking at me. He picked up the child and the child was wet, that nappy was wet, it was soaking, soaking wet. And it upset him, really. And, and he wants to, he knows a police lady that he wants to phone and he wants to report them. He wants to report this person because this happened in his house. It happened in his house. So, so this guy is doing the sensible thing now. He, he said he, you know what, I, lo I love the guy in that, but... He can't leave it. He doesn't want to leave it. He wants to report it now because he's tired. I mean, such a thing should have never happened in his house. So he wants to report it. So I looked at him and I said, you know what, your choice, dude. Your choice. I can't, I can't tell you what to do in it. Mm. Yes, we can give advice, and that's the only thing we can do, and that's what we're doing here again. I'm, I'm reminding the listeners out there, all we're doing is giving advice. We're not professional psychiatrists and psychologists, hey? Doctors. We're not we're not doctors with high degrees. Oh shame, did you see that John Steena isn't eh? everyone's sweet the the, the count the, one of the DA MPs? Huh? Everyone is on Facebook they make and Twitter they're making a big boo about it because he's got no degrees. Oh uh, okay. Not you know John Steena is man. He did an interview with Ronaldo recently. Yeah. Eh? Yeah. They're making a big boo. -ha. But let's be honest, yeah, how many people in government don't have degrees? So what's the big do-or do about it? Anyway, so to my buddy out there, if you're listening to this, go ahead, dude. Uh, report it. Maybe it helps him because if the welfare gets involved, what's going to happen? Child gets taken away, hey? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. I mean, if she can prove that well, she this, can well, be... This, well, this police lady that my friend wants to contact is involved with the welfare in that. So... 
I think she's going to. I think she's going to call the welfare. Child, child welfare. Child, or a child protection unit. Child, no, I, I think I think if this happens, they're going to take the children away. Then this police lady could probably recommend uh, counselling. Mm. Counselling for her and, and for him. There's so many. There's, there's so many out there. We can talk all day about this topic, no, Jason. No, we can. No, I, know, um, I know we can. Okay. All right. That's it. Um, please, guys, I, I can't wait to hear from you. Please, subscribe. Subscribe. Leave your comments. Leave your comments. Go onto our Facebook page and leave a comment at it. Please, I want to hear from you. And then next week in the following podcast, I will mention your name. If you don't want to mention your name, let me know. I will bleep it out. Just let me know what, what you feel about um, domestic violence and that if you want advice. No, should we give advice? We're not no, a, we can't advise. No, we can't give advice. We're not a licensed psychiatrist. No, no we can't <laughs> advise. You just watch the podcast. Maybe it will help somebody listen out there. Listen to the podcast. Yeah. Uh, listen to the podcast. Okay. It could help somebody out there. Okay. All right, we are, are going to love and leave you. Where's my outro? Oh, there's my outro. We are going to love and leave you, and I'm going to salute you because, guys, if you are listening, you are awesome. And if you come this far of the podcast, then you're even more awesome because <laughs> then you're paying attention and you're loving our podcast. Hey, you think, you think the listeners out there are loving our podcast? I don't know. Huh? Until they leave a comment. Eh? We need comments. We want comments. We want feedback. We want to know. Uh, Are we making a difference out there? Uh, on, on this particular link, NKFM, uh, our podcast is also shared on 13 other platforms like Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts and CastBox. And, oh, there's, there's, I can't remember all of them. But on this particular one, on NKFM, you can actually go and leave a voice message or you can leave a text. Please, guys, I'm, I'm urging you, I, I, and subscribe. You can subscribe. You can add this podcast as a favorite so that when you, uh, when the next podcast comes out, you will get a, a notification. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Peace out. Cheerio. Cheerio. Bye-bye.